Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Big, big match week in the Premier League. Um, as you all probably would know, a big game has just concluded between Tottenham and Arsenal. So I guess there's no other place to start but the North London derby. The game ended 3-0 to Tottenham. For me, that was a surprise result. I thought Arsenal would have been favourites for this match. But then again, if you look at Tottenham's recent form, they've been fantastic. Uh, I think the recent draw against Liverpool definitely gave them confidence going to the game. Um, and the game itself, I think the first penalty uh, was a poor challenge from Cedric. Silly penalty to give away. Uh, and then Harry Kane stepped up. Beautifully executed, as always. I believe that's his 20th consecutive penalties that he scored. So... Shows you how fantastic he is in front of in front of goal, and then you've got Rob Holding, uh, who pretty much played the role of a tough man in this fixture, where he was assigned to roughen up Son, the way he looked like, um, over aggressive than normal, and there were quite a few challenges where he could have been booked quite a few times. So the first one was definitely. A yellow card. I think he had a chance beforehand that could have been a yellow card as well. And then the ultimate second yellow card was a clear sort of elbows or forearm to the face. And that was his moment of the game where he was dismissed from the pitch. So definitely let his team down. I don't think he was smart in terms of how he played against Son. Son's a very clever player. So you have to kind of watch his movement, but not to, not to give him too much space. So if you're in tight positions on the wing, for example, just give him that one yard to kind of, you know, do what he has to do. But at the same time, you have enough space to cover and make a challenge. I think if you're too tight on him, then that's when it plays to his hands. And that's exactly what he did in this fixture. So clever play from Son. Not to say that he's trying to get the player dismissed or anything like that, but he's doing it to his team's advantage as that tactic will get him free kicks and set pieces throughout the game. So clever play from Son, but naivety from Rob Holding, in in my opinion, there. And then Son was on a score sheet and so was Kane. So the Kane and Son show again. But that puts Tottenham in fifth position still, but with 65 points. Uh, Arsenal still fourth with 66 points. Uh, but the big sort of, I think, advantage for Spurs is that they have a plus 12 goal difference, as well as I think their fixtures on paper are the easy fixtures. So they're playing Burnley home and uh, Norwich away in comparison to Arsenal, who are playing Newcastle away and Everton at home. So... On paper, you would say that Spurs should have enough to qualify for the Champions League spot, but at this stage, you never know. Um, I've been saying Arsenal for a few months, and I'm going to stick to my guns regarding my prediction. However, to overview the position of both teams as a neutral, I think it favours Tottenham. Um, another point to consider is the injury crisis that Arsenal are currently facing right now. So 
No Tierney um, for the next few, few fixtures. Gabriel, I believe, suffered a mus muscular injury as well. And Rob Holding is suspended for the next fixture. So, Cedric has been overwhelming, to say the least. Uh, Tommy Asu has come in, who's been a solid player this season, but uh, was playing on the left side, which is not his natural position. Still did a great job today, to be honest with you. But, you know, he's suited more to the right-back position or as a centre-back. Um, and then, yeah, Rob Holding. Gabriel's been one of their top defenders this, year, this season as well. So you've got Ben White, who's just come back from injury. He was on the bench, so you'd hope that he's relatively close to full fitness. But at this stage, he has no choice. He has to play in the next games coming up. So, yeah, let me know what you guys think in terms of the top four race. I think it's an advantage Spurs right now. Uh, but you never know. Um, Burnley are obviously fighting for relegation. Norwich are pretty much uh, relegated, so they might not have a cause at, at this stage of the season. Uh, Newcastle, pretty much the same. They've been fresh by Man City over the weekend, so I don't know where their sort of state of mind is. And then Newton, who are also fighting for relegation. So it can go either way. So we'll be interested to see how it goes. Um, so the next so big talking point or one of the main focus of match week race is obviously the title race. So the first team I'll talk about is Liverpool. So Liverpool faced Tottenham, uh, which was a 1-1 draw. My views on that match was that we were below par. We were really flat during that game. Um, it was a very disappointing performance. But at the same time, understandable in terms of the number of games that we've played. We've tried to rotate as well. Um, the only one disappointment I have from that fixture is that uh, I would have probably have placed Origi uh, in this game as it was kind of pulling out for a out-and-out striker considering how many crosses we were delivering from the left-hand side and the right-hand side. It was screaming out for an aerial presence. I know Marley and Jota are good in the air, but I think Origi has that knack in front of goal that really would have helped in this fixture. So, so yes, I think that would be my sort of negative point regarding that. And I'll be honest with you, we were so bad, I think we were quite lucky to even get a point. So Tottenham, you know, some may not have liked their performance or their tactic, but you have to give them their credit. They performed the game plan perfectly. Um, Son was fantastic and has been this season. He's very much pretty close to getting that golden boot because Salah has lost form over the last few months and he's not looking like he's in any sort of rich vein of form in front of goals. So if they get top four, I think it's fully deserved for him to get that golden boot. But regardless, below par performance. And then we had Aston Villa. So we got the win there 2-1. Um, but yeah, that draw has definitely deflated the morale in the, in the squad. Um, I think it has amongst fans as well. I'm a positive fan. I'm normally optimistic, but I'm a realist as well at the same time. At this stage, I just don't see Man City dropping any um, It's too much to, to ask teams like West Ham and Aston Villa to do us a favour at this stage of the season. Um, I just don't see it happening. And speaking of Man City, 
they've been in rampant form in the last couple of fixtures during match week 36 where they faced Newcastle, Flashton, 5 0 at home, and then they beat 5 1 uh, Wolves, which was away at the Molyneux uh, as well. So, yeah, they've just hit another gear, um, which is quite frightening to see, considering they've got another player coming in the summer in the name of Erling Haaland. Um, I gave my thoughts on, on the signing the other day, but just to alliterate, what a signing he is for Man City. I know the release clause was 50, 60 odd million. So people think it's a bargain. It's not really a bargain because there's a bigger transfer package around that where it's close to like 200 million. But regardless, that's a statement signing. That's a big, big signing. Um, to have a player who's not hit the peak yet, but is performing at such a great, Right as well at this stage of his career, I think it's fantastic in terms of Man City recruiting a player for that level. But at the same time, it's a worrying sign for the Premier League rivals because they've designed a world class try. Let's not kill ourselves. I know there's already been a few people in the media that are sort of not sort of dismissing the signing, or they've just made they've. They believe that he might not be the right fit uh, for a Pep's team. But the thing is, look at Bayern Munich when Pep was there. He had Lewandowski and Lewandowski was fantastic in that team. So I think he'll be able to play. I think he's a missing link for Man City right now. They've also signed Alvarez, who is a similar ilk in terms of style of play and is a great understudy as well to have. So I know... Haaland doesn't have the best uh, injury track record. So if he was to miss games, you've got a like for that replacement coming from the bench. So this season they pretty much played with no strikers. Next season they'll have two strikers and two young prospects that might be elite strikers in years to come. Haaland, because I haven't seen much of Alvarez, to be honest. But, but yeah, it's a frightening prospect, to say the least. Um as I mentioned regarding the title race, for me, it's it's done. I, I don't see uh, Liverpool, it's not really Liverpool, it's mainly in Man City's hand. I don't see them dropping any points. So it's safe to say that the title is theirs. I've titled the episode saying they're getting closer to it. I think once they beat West Ham next, next week, it's pretty much cemented and it's their title. So my thoughts are a bit of a shame, but I think I'm proud of Liverpool in terms of how they performed in the second half of the season because it's not expected, especially how I think in January we were 12 points behind, so no one really gave Liverpool a chance. So we've had to be consistent and, you know, we drew against Tottenham, which is no shame, but for us that felt like a loss. So it shows you the level that we're performing at right now. And also shows you how dominant Man City are at the same time. So, yes, um, bit disheartening, but we have to be realistic as well at the same time. Just got a comment here from Madison Smith, and that comment is: "Is Arsenal taking three points off of Newcastle?" If I was to give a prediction, I think I think Arsenal will get the three points. Um, but the defence, um, 
I was listening to the analysis of the game. The defense is a bit of a worry, uh, to say the least. I don't think a draw is a good enough result because the goal difference between Tottenham and Arsenal, I value that as one point. So, and Everton, you just you just don't know because it's um, it's at a time where they're fighting for relegation and they've picked up some form in recent weeks as well. But to answer your question, I think Arsenal will get the three points. To be fair. So yes, so that's my overview of match week 36. So what we can do is preview the upcoming games in match week 37. So quite a few games coming up. It won't be a double match week uh, in comparison to this week. It's, it's been so many games coming up that it's been quite hard to, <laughs> to uh, follow. I did want to do analysis of 20-odd games. I thought I just picked the... The big moments, the big teams that are fighting for something right now. And it goes without saying that the title race and the relegation zone as well. Actually, forgot to mention Leeds United. So Leeds United um, lost their last two fixtures. Uh, one was against Arsenal, ironically, and then the second one was against Chelsea. So that was the two hardest fixtures. And they've got... Who do they have? Next, they have... Brighton, so Brighton have picked up some form recently, and they've also got Brentford as well. So, on paper, you'd expect them to get some points from these fixtures. I'll be honest with you, I think they're going down. Uh, just the way they're playing, it just hasn't clicked, and it's unfortunate for the new manager in uh, Jesse March because he seems like a fantastic character. And I feel like had he been given more time to get his sort of ideas across to his team, it might be a different situation for Leeds. But right now, I think it's too little too late. They've been so inconsistent, conceding so many goals. I know against Arsenal, they showed a bit of spirit and a bit of fight in that fixture. But I think it might be too little too late. And Burnley and Everton have picked up points. They're in more confidence. And I feel like with their coming up, with their fixtures coming up, they may, may be able to get like, maybe a win um, between them. So, yeah, it doesn't look like it's looking good for Leeds United, unfortunately, which is a shame because uh, they are a big club. They've got great history and great fan base as well. So it would be a shame to see them go down, but it's the name of the game, unfortunately. Uh, so in regards to... Game week seven, so Tottenham had the first game, which is the midday kickoff against Burnley. So I'd expect Tottenham to get the win there. And then in terms of other big fixtures, you've got West Ham, uh, Man City, uh, which is a two o'clock kickoff game. Uh, I don't see West Ham winning or even equalising or drawing in this game. So I'm going for a Man City win. And then Newcastle and Arsenal, I think it'll be a tight game. I've probably got 2-1 two, two, to Arsenal. And then Liverpool play on Tuesday. Uh, Liverpool have got a big game coming up, obviously, on Saturday, which is the FA Cup final. Uh, my thoughts on the FA Cup final, confident, uh, but it's Chelsea. So we've already played them in the Carabao Cup. I'm just hoping it's a better encounter as the last one was 
wasn't the best of games, wasn't exciting for the neutrals. Uh, but for us at this stage, uh, I want to try and w win as many trophies as possible. So if that can be trophy number two, that'd be fantastic. And then in a couple of weeks time, we've got Champions League final against Real Madrid. And I'll hopefully, uh, God willing, will be trophy number three. So I know people have already sort of dismissed Liverpool's season in terms of, you know, they were in a great position to get the quadruple. Uh, for me, it's not a failure. I think it's a fantastic season. If we're able to win three trophies, uh, yes, it's not the traditional treble, but it's a treble regardless. It's three trophies in one season. Uh, then we'll have other upcoming uh, finals to play based on winning certain competitions. So we'll have a Super Cup in the summer. And then we'll have a Club World Cup later on this year as well. So another top, another two trophies to win there. Um, so yeah, for me, if we're able to win three trophies, it's a magnificent season. Don't get me wrong, I would be a little bit disappointed that we couldn't get that quadruple because we've never been in a position where we've been in all competitions May um, in previous years probably been knocked out in the FA Cup third round or Carabao Cup because our squad has been great over the years or we've normally played our youth players. Um, this year we've got fantastic quality within the squad and there's a great chance for us to do that. But we're going against City, who are arguably one of the greatest squads um, in Premier League history. So it's a tough ask, don't get me wrong. Um, and plus, we've always been playing chase up since January. So it's always a difficult task to try and get ahead of them. But nevertheless, let's see how the season goes. I don't want to speak too much as we've got, you know, the two cup finals. Who knows what happens in cup finals? It's 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 a it's a game of luck as well at the at the same time. So so yeah we'll see how that pan out. And then obviously back to Liverpool our fixture against Southampton. I'd be confident to get the win for that one. And then We've got Chelsea and Leicester as well. Chelsea hit and miss in terms of their form. Obviously, they're probably trying to secure that third spot. You've got Lukaku coming into some vein of form right now as well, which is which is good. Probably not the best of time. They probably would have liked him to be a bit more prolific um, over the course of the season, not towards the end, but it is what it is, I guess, in that regards. Um, but yes, that wraps up us for today. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, I will be back next week for another live episode where I'll be doing an overview of the big moments or big matches during Match Week 37. Uh, I, I will be doing the episode next Friday, which is the 19th, I believe, at 10.30pm uh, UK time. So if you haven't already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, to the channel and hit that notification bell so you'll be notified of that next episode that appears next week. So again, thank you very much and I hope to see you all very soon. Good night.